turn it on. Technical difficulties are my line. People are listening, man. They want to hear the Lee Brothers, or at least something. Let's see, AOC, you know who AOC is, the popular leftist socialist Democrat. I thought that was a really strong cleaner from Amway. (laughs) It might be, actually. (laughs) It might be. She says prayers are worthless. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll pray for her tonight. Maybe she'll find out just how worthless they truly are. And Beto, don't call me Francis O'Rourke. Or I'll kill you is uh, running for president. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. It's 324 outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. It's wet Friday afternoon. But Is it raining? Why wasn't this a gift, this temperature? I, I mean, if I saw the, the forecast right Thursday, it said it was going to be you know, like in the 50s and rain coming in. So I, I w- walk out of the House today, it was 72 degrees at 10 o'clock this morning. Absolutely perfect. It's it's incredible. incredible. That is absolutely perfect. All right, coming up at 4 o'clock, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the the new ability to sue your fork manufacturer for being fat. No, I kid I, I kid you not. The new so your uh, judge. Fork? Fork. Fork. Like, like, like spoons, the- forks, knives, you know. Uh, the judge in Connecticut rules that you can sue a gun manufacturer for killing people, you can. We can obviously now sue our fork manufacturer, making us fat. I mean, it's is it not? We'll talk about so that. So is that fork. your excuse? That's my excuse. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to sue someone for it because it's never your own personal responsibility. It's never because you do something. It's I always need to because sue McDonald's. Then I guess else does something. I mean, because if they hadn't sold me all That's those true. quarter pounders with cheese, that they're responsible. You could probably find a judge. You could probably find a judge that would say that McDonald's advertised advertised that in such a way that it enticed you to eat too many of them and become obese. That is essentially what the Connecticut ruling is stating. The Connecticut ruling is saying that the gun manufacturer sold this knowing it was a weapon of war and sold it to guys who said, get your man car back by buying it. You know, the quarter pounder with cheese is a weapon of war, essentially. You eat too many, and it, someone says, charge, how fast are you going to be able to move? I mean, not very quick. That's a stretch. You're not going to come off the it's line. Stretch. You stretched. You come off the line like this. That, that's jumping to shark. You went too far with that one. Okay. Just just saying. Uh, and then uh, I, I, I got to tell you the story about Orlando. I was there this week at SeaWorld with paper straws, which suck bad. He's just bragging. About paper straws? Yeah. All about going to SeaWorld. I got that. Yeah. No, I'll brag about that, too. Climate. Yeah, exactly. a climate. Did you know there's a climate strike? Now, I'm not seeing a lot of this in the capital of the Commonwealth, but I understand across the world uh, there is a strike for the climate. Kids are walking out of school as if they need an excuse, Richard. They don't need an excuse. <laughs> they can just go. They can just go. What kid wouldn't say, wait a minute, I can get out of class if I just say I support climate change? I'm in, baby! Well, they're, they're awarding this child. I mean, I think she was 16 for claiming that uh, they're claiming she was able to organize children, I think, in 116 countries to go on to, to skip school for climate change. Now, how hard would it be to get kids in the entire globe to walk climate. out of school? Right, exactly. You know, how hard would that be? 
Right. I mean, not very Very hard. hard. As if they really care about what the issue is. They don't care. Hey, kids, you can skip school and nobody's going to do anything to you. All you have to do. Yoo-hoo, I'm out of here. And all you have to do is say something like save the gay whales or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Climate change, whatever it is. You say those things and you got you're out. Boom, I'm if, in, baby. If the kid if there was a kid in the class, maybe one that said, I don't want to skip school, I want to learn more, he'd probably get the tar beat out of him. And right. he gets smacked down. Even By the liberals. Te- even the teachers oh. would say No, you don't. No, you don't. Right. Get out. I'm going home too. I get an early day off, get out of my class, kid. So all that's at five o'clock. And, and I love and, learning. And a transgender flag, which is Congressman Wexton put up. I don't know what that is. We'll talk about that at five. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. 454-1366. Robert Francis O'Rourke is running for office for president. Any of you guys call me Francis. And I'll, I'll kill, kill you. you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just made a list, buddy. <laughs> we just made Beto's list. I, I bet he I bet he really does despise the name Francis. And and who would have known that Stripes would have been so appropriate of a movie to quote Beto O'Rourke? I bet you he Beto despises O'Rourke. the name Francis. Of course he when does. Isn't he Robert it's Francis? Robert Francis O'Rourke. Okay. Bob? You know, Robbie? Rob? Where's Beto? Beto's this Beto. stupid nickname that he made How up when he was Frank? running. How about Frank? How about I know a lot of people named Francis Frank. that Your are name Franks. Is really Francis. Sure, sure. But I think that's probably how he thinks. Any of you guys call me Francis. <laughs> and I'll kill you. That's a perfect clip. By the way, Mark, let's save that clip from now for the entire, because I believe he is not going to be the nominee, but he will be the vice presidential nominee. That's my belief on Beto well, O'Rourke. Echo or, in here. Actually, we're going to call him Robert Francis I think he's going to be Biden's VP pick, and I think Biden's going to get the nomination because Biden is definitely going to run. He hasn't announced that yet. He's going to run, period. All right, uh, we're going to play Beto O'Rourke's announcement in just a minute. 820theanswer.com, keyword Lee Brothers. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. We built this city. We sure did. What would life be like without rock and roll? Just after three thirty-four, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host. My friend and my brother sitting sometimes to my left. left. Sometimes it's far left. <laughs> is Richard Lee. He loves to say that. All right, so Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. Oh, I'm sorry, Beto. Francis. We're going to call him Francis. I've never heard anyone use a name like Beto. I, I, haven't, Beto. I haven't either. I've never met a Beto. Never met a Beto. I've never even met a dog named Beto. Oh, okay. Um... Well, here he is, given his uh, welcoming speech, his announcement that he's running. At least we thought we he's had it. He's running, and then he takes off off the stage. He's that kind of guy. Though. And he That's, runs out of sight. He's People very, are like, what by the, by the way, crap is he doing? He said he was running. By the way, the uh, this oh. guy is the most animated person on the planet. I thought I was animated. Yeah, he's animated. You know right. what I mean? The whole time he's running, he's like... No, no seriously. Do you, do you think I'm, I'm animated at all when I... 
No, I'm, zero. No. Zero. Okay, right, You're like right. a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> a talking mannequin. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but this guy's out of control. And you could check it out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the check on the Lee Brothers, and it takes you to Jimmy Fallon doing an invitation of Beto O'Rourke. It is, it's an absolute riot. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Here he is on his announcement. Amy and I are happy to share with you that I'm running to serve you as the next president of the United States of America. Do you get the sense that anyone wants to serve or they just want to be king? I would have said, that's awesome, Beto. Now bring me my sandwich. Yeah, if you're going to serve me. Let serve me, me, man. Serve me, man. Serve me. There is no way Beto O'Rourke or any other leftist liberal, or let's just say any politician for that matter, has any interest in serving you. It's about themselves. Sandwich sounded good, didn't it? It did. Or pizza. This is a defining moment of truth for this country and for every single one of us. It is? This is a defiant moment of truth. Defying. That's, that's what he should have said. Exactly. Good point. Is it really? I mean, is that an overreach? Is that jumping the shark? Is that too big a deal? Are you serious, this guy, Mr. Francis? That's, that, that, is, that this, this is the defying moment. His attempt to, to become a United States senator because... He'd rather be president. I don't that, that's that his means. thought process. He would rather you know, lose to be sent. His seat as a congressman. Oh, as a congressman. And ran for the Senate and lost. Now he wants to be president. So he said, ah, what the heck, I'll be president instead. That'd be better. Listen to, the, uh, listen to what Beto says here. This is a defining moment of truth for this country and for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. The challenges that we face right now, the interconnected crises in our economy, our democracy, and our climate have never been greater. Wow! That's impressive. They've never been greater? Our no. interconnectedness of our of the planet and climate and economy and democracy. I think it is. Man, I'm telling you, you got to vote for this guy. He said nothing. He said nothing, but you got to vote for this guy because Uh-oh. it's so passionate, isn't it? The only thing he left out was justice for all. If he had thrown that in there, I'd be all over <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly, with a red cape. Yeah, he didn't say that. John from Midlothian, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Buenos tardes, hermanos Lee. Brother John. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what Beto is? Beto is the anglicized bastardization of the truncated name Roberto in Spanish. I've got a, a, a son who lives in Texas, and one of his buddies is nicknamed Berto. He's Mexican-American. So Beto is just a mispronunciation <laughs> of Beto. I, I, I think, all it is. I think That's he perfect. should go by the name Beta, like a test product. <laughs> no, no. That's what I and think. Like I, I, and, and I watched this guy's stage presence. He reminds me of Dr. Irwin Corey, that guy that used to run around on stage in a, in a tuxedo coat with tails with his hair all over the place. They called him the world's foremost authority, and all he did was talk in circles. Yeah. And he'd be on, like, Johnny Carson or people like this, and he was hysterical. That's, and that's him. exactly what this moron looks like and sounds like. Well, we have a we, – his name is Francis. That's what we're going to call him from now on. And you guys call me Francis. That's the perfect uh, clip we're going to play for him and every I'll time we talk, talk. Francis O'Rourke, Francis Robert Francis. Talking or, mule. John, I agree with you. It's it's a, it's a it's not even the right way to say it, which is so perfect for this guy because he's all about pomp and circumstance, no substance of any kind. It's the way it is. I mean, listen to the rest of his announcement here. 
the challenges that we face right now, the interconnected crises in our economy, our democracy, and our climate have never been greater. And they will either consume us or they will afford us the greatest opportunity to unleash the genius of the United States of America. Does anyone really believe that? Unleash the genius. It sounds like he's... Almost going to say, unleash the evil that is inside of me. I mean, this is like a mad scientist type guy. His he's flying painting. his arms around. I don't know if he's smacking at bugs or what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. <perfect>. He's so, <laughs> it's, it's just unbelievable. I, I I think from now on, we really should call him beta. That's like a like test, that. test I like candidate. I th- <laughs> what I think is amazing is that people really listen to this and believe all this fluff because that's all it is. There's no substance to this at all, zero. In fact, well, he, you know, he's got he's got twenty eight or twenty nine followers. You know, it might grow. Yeah, I think it's more than that. Is it really? It's a lot more. Well, here, here, here. I didn't think there were that many dumb people. Oh, come on! In now. Texas, in other words, this moment of peril produces perhaps. The greatest moment of promise. Hang on. There's a moment of peril? Moment what, of what, peril. What's our peril? I'm going to go home and cry. No, uh, what's the peril? Know. What's the, Someone explain what is the to me. Mark, will you Google Mark, tell peril? Us what is peril? What is. Yeah, so Google that. Tell us. If what I'm going to go home and cry, I want to know why. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> if I want to know. Danger, Will Robinson. Well, I mean, I guess the left has to I'll have danger. They Boston have to Spurs. have peril. They've got to have a crisis. Otherwise, what are they going to do? Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Right. Exactly. Let's find out what the peril is. But hey, Francis, keep going. For this country and for everyone inside of it. Inside we can begin by fixing our democracy. Fixing. Sh- it's broken? The democracy is broken and no one democracy. told us. I mean, this is horrid. How how could we how could have that gotten by us? I'm wondering I mean, if people- we, we stay on top of current events. <laughs> how did you we know, miss if the, the democracy democracy peril? was broken? Why didn't someone tell us? I guess if if you're just maybe listening to this or you're at home and you're thinking, what are the biggest issues right now? Does the top of the list go, Scott and Richard, our democracy's broken. And Beto O'Rourke, Francis O'Rourke, is going to fix it. He's yeah, somebody fix- said that. And then they said, hey, let's let's mess with the Lee brothers and not tell them. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tell the Lee brothers our democracy's broken. It needs to be fixed. That is such crap. First of all, we're a republic, not a democracy. But don't confuse the left with a constitutional republic. Here it is. We can begin by fixing our democracy and ensuring that our government works for everyone and not just for corporations. So do we so, buy insurance to ensure that the government works for everyone? How do we... And, and by, is there someone in charge that's going to make sure it works for everyone? And do you really believe how Francis do, or work is going to make it work for everyone? I thought it was working for everyone. I thought it was too. If you work Everyone's hard, getting taxed except... Primarily illegal coming across or forty eight percent of the American people don't pay yeah. federal income tax. I guess you know if if you don't think it works for everyone, then you're just not working. I don't think that simple. The government worked for everyone. It didn't work for those forty thousand people that illegal aliens murdered inside the United States last year because we didn't have a get a fence. Incredibly good point. It didn't work for them. They didn't keep America safe. It which didn't is, work by the for way, this. MI-13 or whatever it is, gang that's in this United States. I think it's MS-13. MS-13. I don't yeah. know what well, the alphabet. Whatever. I don't know. Your what point's the, the same. What does the MS mean? I don't know, but your point's the same. Men I'm sorry I corrected you. I didn't 13. mean to correct you. I we are the you. men that suck. <laughs> men that suck. You think now they're going to be waiting outside for us when we leave. But I, it, it's, it's unbelievable all the wonderful things that Trump has done for the United States that apparently it's some people think it's not. 
It's in peril. Working. It's broken in peril. That's just crap. Francis, continue, please. We can invest in the dignity of those who work and those who seek to work. We can ensure that every single American can see a doctor and be well they enough can. to live to their full uh, potential. I saw and, one today. All of us, wherever you live, can acknowledge that if immigration is a problem, it's the best possible problem for this country to have. All right, that's ridiculous. I saw a doctor. It had MD on his license plate. I know he was a doctor. So you saw, I one, saw today. one today. Yeah, okay. I was sitting beside him at a stoplight. Did you hear what everybody you said? around us could see this guy? Here's the most amazing part. Of, of, of Francis's uh, speech. Listen to this. And all of us, wherever you live, can acknowledge that if immigration is a problem, it's the best possible problem for this country to have. Really? Immigration? How about legal, immig- legal immigration is a great thing. You know, we let 1.1 million people, people into the United States every year legally. Right. There's nothing wrong with immigration. I love the left. Nothing wrong with immigration. Like but they need to do it legally. Legal. It's just one of those small little things that we're stuck on. The this, this guy is in Texas. Oh, he's he's in well, Texas. First of all, remember, I, what, I can't imagine anyone supporting this man in Texas. Well, I did. And we should ensure that there are lawful paths to work, to be with family, and to flee persecution. We can listen to and <laughs> lift up rural America. We can work on real justice reform. And confront the hard truths of slavery and segregation. Wait a minute. Where is that happening? The hard truths of slavery and segregation? Nowhere. You are a demagogue. Where is that happening? How dare you stand up in the United States of America, the best and freest place on the earth for multiculturalism ever, stand there and say we got to address slavery? Isn't he saying essentially that fleeing persecution? Here, here it is. Who has to can work on real justice reform and confront the hard truths of slavery and segregation what? and suppression in these United States of America? What is he segregation talking about? Ended in the in the sixties. <laughs> He's on. It's, this is the left, though. This is the way they see America. The difference between the left and the right. The right sees a free country with unlimited potential. That's the how the right sees it. The left sees this. This guy's running Jeez. for president. And he's got a bunch of ignorant people behind him. He's going to end up being Biden's running mate. And this guy was in Congress for three terms, never passed a single bill, never made a single speech, lost his seat in Congress, ran for the Senate, lost that. And he said, oh, what the heck? Let's run for president. Now he's probably going to come in under Biden. You watch. Yeah. Next, AOC says prayers are worthless. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the Army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Well, we found out uh, yesterday my mother, my that brother. evil is my once again real. And it takes shape in many forms. And that is uh, an opener once again to realize that the only way to stomp out evil is to have a good guy there to protect you. In New Zealand, 49 were killed in a mosque by evil. It's the only way you can define it. That's exactly what happened. Now, the left has made this political. 
and they're tripping all over themselves to find out how to stop things like this. And I am, I'm going to tell you that things like this, this side of heaven cannot be stopped because there will be evil with us until Christ's return, period. And that's very hard for many to understand. But there is nothing really we can do about men who want to kill other men. It's just, and, and to rationalize it and think, well, this guy was a white supremacist and he was a white, this guy has nothing to do with anything in America, has nothing to do with the NRA, has nothing to do with gun control other than the fact that New Zealand has a pretty strict gun control law and it still happened. But we're going to turn this thing into politics when really we should just sit back and go, there are evil people that exist on this planet. Remember the democratic mantra, don't ever pass up a good crisis. Right. And that's unfortunately what happens. Ocasio-Cortez, Alexandria is her first name. (laughs) tweeted out that thoughts and prayers are worthless to protect pews and churches. Uh, I'm not surprised that people on the left would discount prayers or even a recognition of divine providence on our planet when they pulled it out of their own platform. Remember that? They tried to add God to their platform and the entire convention booed adding God to their platform. It's funny how the left despises God, hates God, and then when something happens, they go, see? See what God... No, you don't want God anyway. I mean, don't pretend that you're on God's side and that you like God, and then when times like this come along, you say that, you know, God's irrelevant or prayers are irrelevant. Yeah, prayers are irrelevant. Uh, God has given us the greatest gift he could ever give mankind. He gave us love. It, you know, it's up to us to love our neighbor. If you want to stop this kind of stuff, we need to stop. Oh, we need to. Everyone needs to support one another, believe in one another, love one another. Well, I mean, we've removed everything that is uh, accountable to a higher being. I mean, AOC idea. is she's more of a hate monger. I, I she's do. more of a finger pointer. She is. No question about it. In AOC's mind, the NRA is it's the devil. So she's fighting the devil in her mind. The NRA has nothing to do with what happened in New Zealand. Exactly. They they, the NRA doesn't drive around handing out firearms to little children. I mean, it's not like this is what they do. They don't have a branch in New Zealand. They're not interested no. in, the, in, in laws. New Zealand's gun laws have no relation to mass shootings in the United States. So this is irrelevant. U.S. Congress can't pass any laws that have anything to do with New Zealand, yet somehow it's all pointed back to to America here, mainly because the press is using the fact that the guy was a white supremacist to try to make it out to be that all white people are bad. See, an American white supremacist? You know, a white supremacist really has no country. They really don't. They're just themselves or their organization. Right. And they're out to do one thing. You know, evil incarnate has visited the white supremacists. These people have demons. Right. Exactly. You know what's interesting that people have missed is the real slaughter that's gone on. 6,000 Nigerian Christians were slaughtered last month. Christians. 20 Nigerian Christians were slaughtered for a grazing law. 
there were a bus stopped in uh, in May. Nine passengers were discovered to be Christians because apparently they didn't know the Quran. They were brought out and killed and shot. Essentially, you could say 11 Christians are killed and martyred every single day in this world, and it is unnoticed. And, uh, there is a crisis in the world, and it's if you're Christian, you have a target on your back. And they're killed by people of another faith. Right. You know, what kind of faith would target people? Who would do that? Disgusting. Evil exists. It was on display yesterday in New Zealand. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. Everything that is good, right, and true that points to God and selflessness is made fun of and mocked and impugned. And then we wonder why we have evil on this planet. Think about that. Mike Pence is an enemy of the people because he upholds marriage. <laughs> what He's a crazy an enemy guy. of the AOC supporters, right. not the people. All right, your phone calls next. We're the part of the people, too. 1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Word. <laughs> That's hilarious right there. There you go. Can't make that up. Did you find it? God bless you. You're a great American. All right. You could sue. You could sue your fork manufacturer for making you fat. A judge in Connecticut says so. He did well in a lot of ways. Boy, the spoons and knives really got out from underneath that one, didn't they? Democrats, they're concerned about kittens dying and they propose adoption. I kid you not. It is unbelievable. Kittens before kids. We'll share that with you. And... My story of paper straws in SeaWorld this week. It's its just amazing. That next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this wet Friday afternoon. At least it is incredibly warm out there. Be careful in your commute home. There'll be some slippery roads, and there's accidents we'll tell you about in a little while. Kind of all over the place right now. All right, coming up at 5, the climate strike that the kids are going on across America. Climate strike. Climate. You, that's that's what I wanted my kids to do since birth, <laughs> to go out and strike. How insane. For the climate. We'll talk about that at 5. But first, 454-1366, 454-1366. Perry in Sanston, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Lee Brothers, I have found you. Yes. I thought you were lost. But I want to ask you, you two-headed beasts, where do you get off spewing the truth and common sense? How dare us? How dare us? Somebody must stop us. We said, let's give it a shot. You guys are all about guns, God, and SUVs. Am I not correct? That's the wrong order. Can I correct the order, please? There's part. It's actually God, uh, SUVs, and then guns, because we have to have the car to travel. So I just want to clarify. Go ahead. Yeah. There's there's a question between the guns and the SUV about the order of things, but. Right. God's definitely first. We need the SUV to haul the guns. So I say the SUV comes first and then the guns. that, That makes sense. That's what there I you go again. There you go again. You're making common sense and you're spewing truth, which just completely jams up the rest of us. 
Well, we thought we'd give it a shot just to see if uh, anyone you know, responded in a positive manner. I must admit, it's probably easier not doing the truth thing. I mean, could you just follow fall in the line? common sense? Yeah, just fall in line. Have your kids go out and climate protest. We and- can speak gibberish and we'll have a whole <laughs> right. new following. Exactly. Probably have more listeners and people that like us. Uh, good call. Thank I, I, you. Sir. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I have noticed on the topic you're you're dealing with that it seems that if you are a, a certain demographic, they, there's no criticism of going out and killing mass numbers of people. It's only if it's uh, yeah. maybe not us, but close to us. Right. Well, there's certainly a political spin on that, and, and you're right. That is very frustrating. It seems that the left and the media loves it. They love it when evil happens, and it happens to be a white supremacist because then it fits their little their their pro, their propaganda spin. Yeah, it can be anywhere on the globe, and it's still going to be a problem for the United States. Right. It doesn't it's New matter. Zealand. For there is no borders. Right. That's the whole new bo- no border. Good thing. point. Good point. Could happen out in the middle of the ocean, and it would still be our our problem and so, our fault and the NRA's fault and you know, gun owners' fault. I tried to, ex- I, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to escape this this whole this whole world this week. I tried to escape it. I went to SeaWorld. I went to Universal Orlando with my oldest son and, and my daughter and um, the bookends of my children, my oldest and my youngest, and uh, we had a great time. And I, 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 you know, I'm walking through Universal uh, Orlando. I'm walking through. Did you SeaWorld. go through Universal Studios? Yeah, in Orlando. Yeah. Right. Yeah, SeaWorld's a separate thing. Yeah, it is a separate thing. When when SeaWorld Studios is too cool. It was it was cool. But I'm gonna tell you, if you like lines Lions? Lines. Standing lines. in line. Oh, standing I had in to line. stand in line to buy the tickets. I had to stand in line to get in the place. I had to stand in line at every single ride. It was over an hour. Any exhibit over an hour in line. And I had to stand in line to get lunch. And the cost was outrageous. How people do this is mind-blowing to me, yet it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Um, I, I, w- I went there foolishly with a cooler full of sandwiches. A cooler. Yes. You dragged so a cooler around there. standing in front of me with a cooler. And the security guard comes up and says, ma'am, I have to see what's in your cooler. And she opens it and he says, well, we're going to have to hold on that. Hold on to that for you until the end of your day because you are not allowed to take food into right. the park. Of course not. So he takes it, gives her a little ID, whatever, and goes off with it. And I said, oh, well. The guy walks up to me and said, sir, I need to see what's in your cooler. I said, not really here. Just go put it away. Give me my tag because <laughs> right. it's full of sandwiches. So that were, that I'm thankful they were still cold when I got them back at the end of the day. So I'm looking at all the people at this place. Boy, I was mad, though. Universal, Orlando, SeaWorld, packed full of people, people everywhere. And I'm thinking, I saw those, saw the dolphins. And, and I begin to think, are all these people, that, if I could walk up and go, who's the first president of the United States? Would they even know? Would they even know anything about federalism, our founding documents, no. who James Madison was, what he had in mind when he when he penned the Constitution and the Bill of Rights? Would these people even know? All these people, all they care about is standing in line to see um, Krusty the Clown, right? I'm kid you not. It was or an hour wait. Binky the whale. I mean, they, you ask them, they say, look, a whale's a big fish. That's the only question I want to answer, and you didn't even ask it. Well, first of all, I it's mean, not a fish. It's a, it's a, mammal. It's a mammal. Thank you. I know that, but. 
these people are not real bright. So <laughs> they're going to say, whale's a big fish. So it's, it's a big fish. I was in SeaWorld right. years ago. Guy standing there with a shirt on and says, Florida. He says, man, these tourists around here, they really suck. Look at all these people. And he was complaining about the lines. I said, where are you from? Connecticut. <laughs> I said, you're a tourist? No, I moved down here a couple of years ago. I said, that doesn't make you a Floridian. No kidding. I said, why did you move down here? He said, because we came down on vacation and loved it. I said, so now you're going to exactly. complain about all the other people that exactly. are coming down on That's vacation. Left. They'll probably move down here. Well, he's from Connecticut, so what do you, what do you think? So SeaWorld turned out to be uh, my favorite of all places to hang. It was great, but it's so political. You know, save the planet. The animals are amazing. You know, all this good stuff. And there was an announcement about every hour to talk about how they use paper straws in everything. So you couldn't stop anywhere and get a drink and a straw that wasn't paper. Have you ever used a paper straw? Yeah. It is. A yeah, hundred years ago, that's all they had. That It is absolutely awful. You might as well say a hundred years ago. You're not that's true. Old. When I was back a hundred years ago, you walk in a saloon, you want a, you saloon. Want a straw with a that saloon. beer. Yeah, I want a straw with it, and don't shoot me because. Dude, let me tell you, I'm not I'm, like a fast. You and I, anything. you and I, you That's and I right. are drinking exactly. You and I are drinking the first out of one plastic. ever made. You and I are drinking out of plastic straws. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love you. That. This is if that was a paper straw, it dissolves. You can taste it. It's awful. And somehow, yeah. am I supposed to feel better about the planet when I'm drinking out of a plastic, a paper straw? I prefer to just burn it. A paper straw. Well, they do burn. Very cool. You can have a lot of fun with a pl- paper straw, and it doesn't put out all this black gooey. So you burn one of these, it's nasty. It's nasty. You burn a paper straw, it's kind of cool. So but I do. You, you have to drink your drink fast with a paper straw because the thing is going to come apart. It is, and it dissolves. It's horrible. Yeah. So here's the good news, though. Here's the good news about Universal Studios and SeaWorld. And this is where I had hope. They're saving the planet. That's not it. You know where I had hope? This place was packed with I families. I With families, mothers and fathers and children. They are packed in this place, and they're having a great time. And this is the backbone of civilization. It really is. That's the I way applaud, display, right? I applaud families. I applaud moms and dads raising kids to be moral productive. And I felt like this place was full of families. And I looked around and I saw it. And as I left the two days in Orlando, I actually smiled. And I said, you know what? Of all the negative, these people are here with their families. Better for civilization. Yeah, that's very cool. All right, coming up, the new Kitten Act. I kid you not. Not the Pro-Life Act, a Pro-Kitten Act. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366, 454-1366. There's something going on. And it's just a, it's a moral failing I can't even describe. And I guess it begins with, you know, Elizabeth Warren saying that she thought Pence was a good guy, then having to come back and say Pence is a, is a bad human being. I wonder what her Indian name is. Pocahontas? That's what everybody calls her, Nickname. but I don't know that she goes by that because she claimed to be, you know, a, a, a uh, 
American Indian, right? American Indian, the truth of the matter is she's less than 1% of an American Indian. She lied on a document in Texas as a lawyer, but yet, you know, she said she didn't think it would make that big a deal because she wasn't trying to benefit from being an American she Indian. She was. Yeah, right, she Mr. was. Resident. Of course she was. Why would she put it down right. there if she wasn't trying to benefit? But, but yet that, she wants to be the next president of the United States. But, That's what we need. There's something bigger here. I mean, why would any politician, whether it be Elizabeth Warren or not, want to apologize for saying nice things about Pence? An Ohio school student was suspended over having scripture verses in her locker. And we find out that Senate Democrats voted to kill America's perfectly healthy infant bill to protect life. And this happened multiple times, and the Republicans are trying to bring it back up, and the Democrats don't, aren't going to let it come to the table to vote on. Yet, yet, they're concerned about kittens. Senator Jeff Merkley, Democrat from Oregon, he said, America must stop killing kittens. I, I kid you not, listen to this. The USDA's decision to slaughter kittens after they were used in research is an archaic practice and horrific treatment, and we need to end it. I'm surprised they haven't come out and said, why don't we just use these unwanted babies for, you know, experiments, and then we can leave the kittens alone. I'm surprised no Democrat has come up with that brilliant idea yet. Can you believe this? Listen to this. That's an exact quote from a Democrat. He said it's an archaic practice, horrific treatment of, of uh, killing cats after treatment, after this uh, research. Because so what happens is these kittens are um, used for uh, government testing. And, and this Democrat said, quote, the Kitten Act, which stands for Kittens and Traumatic Testing, ends now. Okay. The Kitten Act would protect these innocent animals from needlessly being euthanized in government testing and make sure they can be adopted by loving families. I kid you not. What about human babies? The human babies adopted by loving families. Exactly. What's the deal? I, I don't I don't get it. I don't I do not understand that for the life of me. So kittens should be treated and then adopted. I'll, I'll never forget my son, Austin, in the public high schools here in Richmond, those fine public high schools, when a teacher stood up and said, if you're pro-life, go on this side of the room. If you're pro-choice, go on the other. And my son was the only pro-life student standing on the side of the room. And the teacher and the students teamed up to bully him because of his pro-life position. True story. And all my son had to do was really say, I think we had abort puppies. And I think the whole class would have changed. But kid you not, here is a sitting senator of the United States Senate saying that it's inhumane and horrific to kill kittens. Innocent animals, as he put it, are needlessly euthanized. However, I guess innocent babies who are born alive well, we in a botched abortion. don't know that abortion, they're innocent, I guess. Yeah. I guess in, babies who are born alive in a botched abortion shouldn't be allowed to be treated and then adopted? Wow. You Democrats are sick and twisted to think kittens should be saved, but babies shouldn't. Now, is this bill, has this, this is a bill? It's, yeah, Kitten Act. It's called the Kitten Act. Has it passed? Uh, I don't know where it is in the legislative process. We need to, we need to keep up with that and find out. However. If it passes, because. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. 
But I guess it doesn't describe a party that tells America to back away from the tables of crying newborns while crushes rushes to the rescue of kittens instead. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. You know, that's one thing we should read more of the Federalist Papers. Or you can listen to the Lee Brothers. We're, we're, we're uh, upholders to Madison's view of federalism. All right, so well, we're not upholders to spending tax dollars to punish and treat animals cruelly to run tests. All right, so we argued this at the break. We got a big argument at the break. Scott Lee is an evil, hateful monger because I have a black eye on the side of his head, but I'm just I, I don't have a problem testing animals to make <laughs> humans better. Way. So if you've got a you've got I a do. drug that you could test on the animals so that you can see that humans could have a better life, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I got these, ridiculed. These mocked. dogs or cats are junkies, and they're We're willing not to take the cats. tests. Oh, kittens! I guess we are That's for funny. money. You know, I'm okay with it. But if the dogs and cats have never used any kind of drugs, I think it's just wrong. <laughs> it's wrong to to just take them off the street. No compensation. Oh, Stick them with a needle. So you want to pay the dogs? You watch them running around. How about rats? Can we, talking test, can we test things on rats? Rats, I'm fine with. Okay, good. Rats, so we I'm agree fine with. You, you, you're fine with rats, Mark? No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Something Fine. that could come in my house uninvited <laughs> and great. bite me. I love that. Test them. I'm really okay with snakes. Uh, I'm a, <laughs> I think snakes. It depends should, on the animal, I'm telling you. Cockroaches yeah. are good too. Well, they, right, they'll survive anything. They'll I su- love they you can both survive so much. A, a nuclear holocaust. But snakes, I'm good with testing yeah, snakes. Okay. Especially so we're on, on the same page. Good. The ones that taste good. Eight. You know, you could cut them up. After the drug test or whatever, inject a snake, throw him in a room by himself. And what do you do? Watch through the window while he slithers around, thinking to himself, man, if he opens that door, I am lightning fast and I want to chomp on his leg. All right. Check us out. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. One is the uh, real St. Patrick's Day. No, seriously. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you there. And um, Beto's announcement by Jimmy Fallon. Hilarious. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. 454-1366. Lee Brothers. 820 WNTW. 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 4.34, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, home of Jefferson, Madison, George Washington, and Patrick Henry. And the Lee Brothers. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left, someone has to sit over here. Richard Lee. All right, Tom. Um, right. I haven't talked to him in a while, and he's such a, a great interview. He's a phenomenal human being. He's the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, Philip Van Cleve. Philip Van Cleve, truly great American. Hey, thank you, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for joining us. You keep coming hey. back. I mean, we give you a chance to say no. <laughs> All right. going to happen. <laughs> well, thank you. 
A lot going on. And I've I've been following these things for a couple weeks, these stories about the governor and the General Assembly passing. um, How could you not follow them? Well, right, exactly. Northam has vetoed a total of about 11 pro-life defense bills so far since he's been governor. 11. Yes. So um, one specifically... HB 2253 is the one that made the news here all over, talking about his first veto. Ralph Northam rejects proposal on out-of-state handgun permits. He says that it would undoubtedly result in ineligible non-residents obtaining permits. That is not accurate, is it, Philip? Not even close. Uh, he makes the stuff as he goes along. None of it makes <laughs> sense. Um, we had that bill. We're the ones that requested that bill because right now, if you live out of state and you want to get a Virginia permit, you have to pay twice as much as a resident, and you end up waiting almost six months. That's ridiculous. No other jurisdiction in the United States is that bad. Um, and all and in fact, they're, they're like 20 days, right? I mean, it's like most jurisdictions are very quick. They take the application, they implement it, and then good, you're, you're good to go. Some do it in one day, um, but not Virginia. I think they're, I don't know, suspiciously just dragging their heels on purpose. It's just, I don't know what else would explain that slow of a response. And so all this bill did was say, do your job, you know, take 90 days. That's double what a locality takes to do the exact same job. And they wouldn't, that wasn't even acceptable to the government. You know, two, twice as long as local government could do it. He said it'd be too expensive. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the citizens that are applying for this out of state, they're covering the cost. It's not going to cost us a penny. Covering uh, it and he, then some. We're making money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the governor's making it sound like, oh, taxpayers in Virginia are going to pay for this. It's another lie. So it, it, the thing that frustrated me, and the reason why I have you on about this is because when you see the press on this, the press is totally negative saying that the, the non-residents would be in, uh, eligible for obtaining permits ineligibly. In other words, they wouldn't, it wouldn't be fair because these people who don't deserve a permit would get one. And they've already gone through the permit process. They're just asking for the state for approval, correct? Right, yeah, the, the state's going to check them out thoroughly. The press is talking out of their ear. They don't know what they're saying. It's absolutely not true. You go through a very thorough check to get the permit. Um, and it shouldn't take, I mean, they can do the same job in less than 45 days, just like they do with regular permit holders. And it's, it's so rare, so absolutely rare that they have a problem. Um, this whole thing is, is just politics. I was just going to ask you that. It, it, this is more about politics than it is a truth uh, or doing the right thing. It's just he's got to veto this bill because somehow it allows people to get a conceal and carry permit. Yeah, as if a criminal needs a permit to carry concealed. As if they're going to go to <laughs> exactly. all this trouble <laughs> so and true. drive into Virginia and rob a store. Really? What a great point. What, what kind of ignoramuses are we talking that, about? You know what? That is that is the point, quite this honestly. This is the Democratic way. Yeah. This is, this is what the Democrats do. I think that's brilliant, Philip. I mean, the point is, these guys aren't criminals. They're trying to obey the law. And if the bad guy, why would he try to obey the law? You pay hundred dollars and wait six months to rob the bank. <laughs> That's right. You drive in well, an out of, a car with out of state plates in Virginia. People are going to be, oh my, he must have come here to rob a Seven Eleven. What? A, what yeah, a, yeah. Incredibly he, good he, point. They should be allowed to rob the bank first, so they can afford to pay for the permit. Yeah, the, the Virginia robbed them first. Yeah, I know they should be getting their money back. So the Virginia State Police <laughs> are not doing this in a timely manner, and they're just stacking up. And to go into five to six months, why shouldn't there be some sort of 
response from our legislators to say, look, guys, you can't continue to do this. Yeah, you can't give any government agency an open check to say, take as long as you want. And that's what they've done with the, with the state police. Take as long as you want. There's no limit. They could wait 10 years to issue these. I don't understand why they, why they would just delay it just for grins and giggles. I mean, they're just delaying it on purpose. It does, it, that's what it seems like. Maybe the governor said, hey, guys, <clears throat> don't, don't rush these schools. Take your time. You know, it's interesting I to me. I wouldn't be surprised. No, right. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It's interesting to me how the left spins this as a win. When the reality is all these people are trying to do is obey the law. They're trying to obey yeah. the law. Why wouldn't Ralph Northam say, yes, let's make sure they can obey the law? And by vetoing this, the left is seen as some sort of victory. Hey, let, let's be clear about this. Uh, Michael Bloomberg gave our beloved governor over one and a half million dollars when he ran for governor. So I think the governor owes him a little payback, and I think that's what you're looking at. Okay, him good point. Hey, that's that's probably exactly what it is. I am. They gave a lot of money to the attorney general and the lieutenant governor as well. Not not quite up to a million, but they they got a lot of money. Well, they've got wow. uh, those are those three are uh, um, definitely in the same mold as Bloomberg. If they all resigned, I wonder how he'd feel. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Oops. All right, Philip. Uh, I know this is uh, on your mind, and you probably have already addressed this with a lot of people, including the press. AR fifteen manufacturer are now able to be sued. A judge has ruled in Connecticut Supreme Court on Thursday. So this now changes the, if, if this stands and it's allowed, but this is the, one of the worst rulings ever, but if this stands and allowed, it opens up a, a whole Pandora box can of worms to use in a, a cliche. Yeah, because uh, those that hate guns will go to any extent, lying, cheating, stealing, doing whatever they have to do to destroy uh, gun ownership. And one way is to go after the manufacturers. We saw some of that starting in the Clinton years, and that's exactly why the the government passed a law that, to protect the manufacturers from because it's all ridiculous. They have nothing to do with this. We don't sue car manufacturers for every time a car is using a bank robbery. You know, we, we don't do it when, when a, uh, sue a manufacturer when, when a drunk driver kills somebody. No, it's only guns. And um, well, we talked uh, about hopefully it won't stand. Yeah, we talked about suing the fork and spoon manufacturer for being fat. Um, there's yeah. there's really yeah. no difference or suing the chainsaw manufacturer for someone using a chainsaw to hurt someone. That that exactly. doesn't make any sense either. It's not about sense. It's about taking away guns. That's the bottom line. If you look yep. for sense in it, you're going to go crazy. There's no sense in gun control. There's no sense in these battles. Uh, it's simply another mechanism to take away guns. The sense makes no, it's not considered at all a part of it. Their argument, Philip, in the, uh, to, the, to the judge, the argument was, that it's an illegal trade practice, that they, they marketed this as a weapon of war uh, instead of just another firearm. That's their, their, their link here. And they're not saying a gun manufacturer can't make guns. They're saying you can't market it in a certain way. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, that's uh, when the government start, you know, starts stepping in on stuff like that, you've got problems trying to decide, you know, um, Something of that effect. I mean, it's, it's a rifle. It's a firearm. It's you know, a weapon. It's, uh, it is a war weapon. All guns are. That's what yeah, it is. You, you can take a twenty-two handgun and go to war with it. You know? Right. Uh, wars used to be fought with swords. Um, and rocks. Uh, yes. And, yes. And um, the Second Amendment is about protecting the country from a tyrannical government. That's right. Which base That's the point. You want to have 
something on par uh, with the infantry. So, so um, yeah, completely agree with you. I, where do you think this is going to end up? This has got to go to the Supreme Court, don't you think? Yeah, it will. They'll, they'll appeal all the way to the Supreme Court, and I think it's going to get struck down there. Well, um, along the way, it could get rocky. Well, precedent well, suggests it would get struck down. has to be. I mean, yeah, the, the, I mean it, you could sue every manufacturer for everything with this goes through. This is just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, then you can destroy anybody you want. We just it'd be the thing on destruction, and uh, and uh, also by the way, I know we probably weren't didn't have the agenda to talk to today, talk about today. Maybe we could at some other point. I did manage to watch the full actual video of that shooting down in uh, in, in New, New Zealand. Zealand. Ouch! Yep. Before they before they took it off the internet, I actually saw the whole thing oh. as filmed by the by the guy that did it. A lot of lessons to learn in there, um, well. uh, especially for people that may be a little ignorant of what it, what these people are like that would attack somewhere like a church or a mosque or a synagogue or anything else and kill everybody in it. It's just, They're it, evil. it's a lesson. It's a lesson. It um, is a lesson. And well, we'll follow you on uh, vcdl.org as you begin yeah. to comment. I'll on, put something on that. Yeah, at some point later on, if you want to bring me on, I'll be okay. glad to talk about it. Hey, in the remaining uh, 30 seconds here uh, that we have time for you, was the General Assembly pro-gun to end good for us or was it tough on us? Uh, we got rid of every single gun control bill out there, and there were there were like forty of them. Wow, uh, something like that. Yeah, wow. we, we we killed every single one of those. Went down in flames. That's um, awesome. We had four bills that we liked that got to the governor's desk. He uh, vetoed uh, one of the more one of the stronger ones, the one we just talked about, and he signed to one that allows private schools. To have armed security. That's great. Um, and one that uh, if somebody gets their rights restored, I don't know why Virginia didn't have this already. If you get your rights restored, they weren't putting the information on the computer. So if the police officer stopped you, saw that you, you, you had been a felon and weren't allowed to own a gun, he wasn't also told, if it was in the middle of the night, that you, you had got the rights restored, that you were legal again, that you went through the system and got your rights wow. back. And so you would end up in jail. Did Northam sign that? The courts opened. Yes, he did. He signed that. Shocker. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then there's a little surprise. But, uh, <laughs> those those two, uh, you know, those 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 were two important bills. But um, we got one more uh, waiting on him. Um, and that deals with military that are, uh, that are, you know, from Virginia that are stationed out of the state being able to apply for a Virginia uh, in state, you know, a resident yeah. permit and not Good. have to get a non-resident because we talked about non-residents. They'd have to pay a hundred dollars and wait six months. Jeez. So with, with a resident, they can get it done in, you know, yeah. sometimes like 20 days. Good stuff. 50 bucks. Philip, thanks man. Yeah. Always appreciate you. Okay. Thanks, yes, Phil. Sir. That's Thank Philip you. Van Cleve from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Uh, truly a great America. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. This giant's doing cartwheels, statue wearing high heels. Look at all the heavy creatures dancing on the lawn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. They are cheering. Blumenthal, who's a Connecticut Democrat, called the ruling on allowing to sue gun manufacturers a victory for gun violence victims. The the goal of the left is what? So anything that harms someone, 
they kind of set a precedent, didn't they? Anything that harmed someone, like you... Chainsaw. Pick up a chunk of concrete that broke off in your driveway and you say, oh, whack, and you hit somebody with it. Can they sue the person that put the driveway down? The, Where does it the, end, the, right? the concrete manufacturer? I mean, even the left has to see the inconsistency in this, the problem with this. That doesn't make any sense. Is nobody sense. responsible? Is the kid that shot and killed these 20 children and six educators at Sandy Hook, is he not the one responsible? Or how about the parents who owned the gun in the first place and, knew and the didn't kid lock had a it problem. up? They knew the kid had a problem. How could you not know your That's child's got a problem? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, that dude was whacked. Whacked in the head. I mean, and you have to know your child's got a problem. Who's responsible, the gun manufacturer or the parents? That one's easy. Or how about the kid who actually did it? He's responsible. But here's what the lawsuit or the court ruled. The court ruled that the gunmaker, Remington, can be sued over how it marketed the rifle. No. How it marketed the rifle. The problem is... Where this kid got the gun, it was never marketed to him. He didn't buy he the didn't gun. He didn't buy the gun based upon marketing. No. He said, oh, I saw, I saw a commercial <laughs> telling me I could kill a lot of people with a gun. <laughs> That's not how it happened. That's not how it happened. You know, he didn't go to the closet and pick out the most deadly of all the weapons. It's not how it happened at all. I mean, to rule that you can sue a gun maker over marketing is asinine. It's ridiculous. In a four to three decision. So four judges saw it this way? I mean, it's almost like, come on, people. That's scary that a judge could actually see this to go that way. The you talk about marketing. They <laughs> they had to have marketing shown to them <laughs> no to kidding. make them go that way. I mean, it doesn't. it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. The lawyer for the plaintiffs said the family's goal has always been to shed light on Remington's calculated and profit-driven strategy to expand the AR-15 market. Of course! It's a semi-automatic weapon, which is about 98% of every firearm in existence. Why wouldn't they want to sell more? But they don't want to expand the sales of this gun to whack jobs <laughs> are going to use it to kill innocent of people. They, they, don't want to, they don't ever want one of their guns ever used for any kind of crime. The lawsuit, the plaintiff claims that the lawsuit, quote, had been marketing as a weapon of war, invoking the violence of combat and using slogans like, quote, consider your man card reissued, unquote. That's actually a cool marketing scheme. That's a, that's Are these judges so stupid that, that they would think for that? that someone, some kid walks through a department store and goes, man wow, card. a weapon of war. A man card. I should go home, swipe a gun, and go kill a bunch of people with it. And by the way, that never that didn't happen. It didn't happen. And to say that they can sue them for that. But what do they think that these, these gun manufacturers have all these potential killers out there that have seen ads? <laughs> and it's a weapon of war. Let's I get mean, together. What, what gun with is our it? weapons of war? It's designed for military use to civilians. It. Let me tell you something. The Second Amendment gives people the right to protect themselves against the military, quite honestly. Exactly, and that's why it's there. That's why this country's never been attacked. The From number, within, even. Yeah, the number of gun owners in the United States, nobody's ever going to come across our border with any kind of forces trying to attack us because so many people would walk out of their home with a weapon of war and gun them down. Here's the deal. 
everyone should be frightful of this ruling because by definition, if it goes through, then your car, your uh, borrowed a chainsaw by your neighbor can be used against you. Pitchfork, and, uh, can name be it. Just whatever Shovel. it might be. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 92.7. Of four. <laughs> Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. Yeah, baby. All right, so we've got to talk about this. Uh, students are on strike across our planet. They are striking, and I say, eh. let them go home. Climate change, baby. They have Send to get the out. teachers home. The kids are going to save us. The kids are going to make the adults move on climate change. I bet they don't even know what it is. We'll yeah, talk. the kids are going to go home and say... I, I, I'm sorry, Mom. I had to skip school. All the other kids were because I was protesting climate change. So when is the climate going to change? Well, tomorrow it's going to rain. Perfect. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers to get to our page. We are, in fact, the Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. I know nothing. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, I know you're not. It's not That's a joke. Game of it. No, you're not kidding. I'll compromise your credit card. Give it to me. So, I'll compromise it for right now while we're on the air. You'd be good at that. It ain't no game, <laughs> I'm telling you. You're fired. Exactly. All right, a Virginia congressman flies a transgender flag. We didn't know what that is. We had to look it up. We looked it up. There's, there's a lot to choose from. There's uh, a transgender flag for, I guess, just transgenders. Yeah. Then there's a transgender flag for the LGBTQ community. <laughs> then there's another trans. There's a lot Are of transgenders. They need to settle on one. Uh, because one. Exactly. Yeah, pick I'm one. I'm just excited that a congressman from Virginia flew one. I didn't know you could do something. Anyway, the good thing is Ralph Northam's Medical School. Won award on diversity. Yeah, I'm so excited. We can't wait to talk about that because one. medical school diverse is more important than being good at medical school. You think about a white man, you think about a black man, you think about a white man with black face, then you think about the KKK. That's how diverse his school is, and they win an award for this an award and a climate strike by our children. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this wet, damp afternoon. We'll have traffic and weather for you here in a little bit. Be safe in your commute this afternoon because the roads are wet and the accidents are piling up Just out pull there. over. Stop and listen to us. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Just pull over. Nowhere you can the rain's going to stop around 10 p.m. You yeah, can go home then. Yeah, you can replay our show because it's going to be in our podcast. So you can go to Stitcher.com, pick up the Lee Brothers podcast, and listen you whenever you want. Do that while you're sitting on the side of the right. road. You go to 820theanswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers page, takes you right there, and you're set. See? Quit worrying about things. Please pull up. You say, look, I'm listening to the Lee Brothers, and the police officer will be like, oh, cool, I know. hey, can I sit in your car? <laughs> it's cold and wet out here. I want to listen to the to the Lee Brothers, too. So Richard and I were talking at the break. By the way, phone lines are open, 454-1366. Talking at the break about if our kids were in elementary school, middle school, high school, and came to us and said, we're going to play hooky to save the climate, and we're going to strike with students all over the world. I know what you would say. You'd say... Do what you, you want to do. Just don't bother me again. Go away. Yeah, right. After, Yay! After I, I, oh, you say, ask your mother. 
after I pick myself up off the floor from laughing. You'd say, ask your mother. I would say. I don't care if you skip. Ask your mother. No, you're not. How do I want my kids involved in politics? What's wrong with being kids? You really want to tell your kid that the planet's ending in 12 years? Why wouldn't the world would you indoctrinate your kid to think something so stupid? What party kind of kicked the kicked the ball off on this one? And another thing. These kids are being indoctrinated to say that, you know, that they're being told on one side of the their mouth that the planet's going to implode in 10 to 12 years. And on the other side, they're saying, but as long as we have carbon controls in place by the year 2030. <laughs> exactly. What a great you point. Know, it, it doesn't make it, uh, it you know, okay, we don't have to do anything. We go right up to the wire. And put the carbon controls in place, and it's, it's not quick enough. So the planet still implodes. Like that, Obama said, the implant, if everyone had a refrigerator and you know air conditioning, if everybody's and a car, raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. So boil. Stupid. Over. So stupid! I can't believe how stupid that statement boil is. Boil over. Tens of thousands of young. Climate change activists, at least 112 countries today, are skipping school. The science of climate change is leaping out at us like a scene from a 3D movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, John Kerry. Um, One of the activists said, we are the voiceless future of humanity. God, I hope not. I hope you're not it because then we're in a whole lot of trouble. Now, this has impacted America, too. We have 100 cities across the United States of America who are striking today. They're striking. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The voiceless future of many, it doesn't. So there, there's 100 cities who organize this strike with your kids. And maybe you don't know about this, but uh, Representative Eon Omar, you know this woman, this one that's made the uh, anti-Jewish statements. She said, my little sister's in first grade. She's going to graduate in high school in 2030. So I think that I get to have a childhood and she won't even be able to reach adulthood before things get worse. Um, you blockhead. <laughs> how perfect is that? This is, this is real, man. These people actually believe and tell their kids to leave school, to go protest governments, to be bigger, more intrusive, and make them less free. I wonder if the kids in China protested. I wonder what the oh, government would do if the kids in China did protest. Because well, right that's China's the habit. nastiest country on the planet. Uh, there's others that are pretty nasty. Yeah, but China China is just incredible. So incredible. The left, the left loves this. The left is all about this. They, they, they think this is phenomenal. Little skulls of, of nothingness in their brain who are in school to learn things are so indoctrinated that they would actually strike going to school to try to save a planet that is not in peril. It is not going anywhere. And we've said forever and pointed out the many failures of the left on this. Remember Earth Day, 1970? They told us by the year 2000, that there would be a population bomb to cause global famine and we'd all be dead. And we missed, I don't know how we missed out on that, because we would have definitely talked about it. We missed the, 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 the global morning. famine. We, we kept on eating and everything. But the, these kids are being taught Lies. more than just 
global warming BS. They're being told, they're being taught how to, let's strike on our parents. There's four of us, and we want to do something, and the parents said, no, uh, let's go point. on strike. Let's go out. Right. They're, being, they're being indoctrinated, taught that the union is the way to go. You know, later in life, you have a nice job, a career going, and... You organize your your fellow employees to strike on their employees. They're being taught to be things that are absolutely horrid, terrible things to teach a child. You teach a child to buck the system by mob. They're being indoctrinated. By mob rule. You don't like something? Protest. Make a sign. Go stand in front of the friendly CNN and say the planet's going to be gone for me when I turn 18, which is... It's such a lie. It's a brilliant. This is brilliant on the side of the left. Yeah, Kids get it. away with this this school garbage, and what's next? They're getting away with this. Here is uh, here's one of the little indoctrinators, indoctrinated in uh, in Europe today. Anyone under the age of eighteen, they can't vote. This is how they can make their voices heard. But our governments make their voices heard at under eighteen. Was that Harry cares? Potter? Who yeah, was that guy? <laughs> I don't know. That's it sounded point. like Harry Potter. Make their voices known. You're ten. Your voice yeah. should not be known about got, climate change. I got your voice. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear you yeah, cry out as I beat your butt when you get. I mean, you can't spank your children. Oh my! Uh, I would spank you can't them on spank this. them. Here's I'd more. spank them on this. Here's more. And I've so far, I haven't listened to us being polite. So we've got to stand up. We've got to shout. Got and we've got to shout up. until they hear us. You've got to shout <laughs> until out they until they hear us. I got I'm to hear us. I want to make another movie, but I'm too old. <laughs> I want to shout out until they hit us. But I'm going to shout out until they make another movie. Don't start that again. (laughs) Make me Harry Potter. That was perfect. Where did that come from, by the way? How do you have these? You have so many of these little things in your hopper back there. It's just like. It's pretty cool. Exactly. And you fire them at just the right times. It makes the show so much better. It makes it sound like we're professionals. Mark, you are awesome. All right. I mean that. More more clips on the uh, whack. Not too much, but you are awesome. The whack climate strike that has indoctrinated children all over the world and the planet, which, by the way, is not in peril. It's perfectly able to take care of itself. Oil seeps out of the ocean's floor and microbes eat it. It's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Your phone call is next. created those microbes. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454 1366, the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. Everybody was kung fu fighting. (laughs) (laughs) So imagine. We used to do that when you were little. Of course, I was twice your height. That's one kick and you'd fly across the front yard. You hurt me. It'd be like scarred for life. So, whoa, he hasn't landed yet. Thump. There he goes. Pulled me in a wagon. Good job. You, are you. you breathing over there? You'd be like, you knocked my wind out. So imagine, imagine a conservative protest that goes global. global. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, protest global. for life. We're gonna, we're gonna strike. We're gonna leave our schools and go strike for life. You imagine the left's outrage? But here we are doing the exact same thing, and the left is perfectly fine with some fake, stupid climate crisis. These kids aren't gonna make it to the age of ten. That's crazy. Hi, Jackie. You're, she's gone. Didn't Our want, caller didn't, fell didn't, off the line. Thump. Didn't want to talk. On the ground. <laughs> four, Jackie, five, four, if, 13, if you're six, able, four, call five, back. Four. If not, we'll call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> four, five, four, 13, 66. 
I mean, the 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 the, the gall, the nerve of the uh, the, the indoctrinated uh, the left nerve. loves to take elementary school, middle school, and indoctrinate them, not teach them how to think. It's not, it, you know, it's interesting. How you think is more important than what you think, except the left cares more about what you think, not how you think. The conservatives care about how you think because we know it will bring you to the right conclusion. And here we find ourselves with adults applauding middle schoolers with this. Because this is the most beautiful and hopeful thing I've seen in 30 years of campaigning. Just amazing. Young people doing what? what young people need to be doing, which is getting out and standing up to the older generations that have neglected them, have betrayed them by trashing our life support systems. Our life support life systems. support systems. Z on the USS Enterprise. <laughs> We've just Captain, the life supports out, and all the kids are screaming and hollering. Oh, stop kicking me, you little brat! The Adults have destroyed the life support systems for all these. On the entire planet. Uh, this is unbelievable. So Come breathe on. lightly. Don't use the oxygen. Life How support insane is this? Has been destroyed by no, children. This guy's taken seriously. I mean, they, they are telling kids the adults have destroyed your life support systems. Go protest. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Exactly. Exactly right. This is unconscionable. Now, it's not the only clip we have. Of course not. We have others. How could... Well, how, what... What does he mean by life support? It doesn't make any, you know, the, the the kids are standing up. The little kids are finally standing up. You know, I think the problem is these kids don't know a crisis in their lives. They have they're no being idea. Taught to, they don't know what a crisis is. We are not in a crisis climate. They're being taught to not pass up any kind of crisis, real or not real. They're being indoctrinated into the Democratic Party, Socialist Party. You know, the problem, we've always talked about this, the problem with the climate change movement is it is a movement of socialism and communism and big government. It's not even about the planet. How come every solution to climate change is a bigger government that takes more of your freedom? Why is that the answer to all this? Isn't it more like a bowel movement than any kind of other movement? I would, that's what I would call. It's lovely. Their climate. I'm sorry. Yeah, way to go. You know, you're a very visual guy. Supporting- <laughs> well, now, thank you for that. Exactly. All right, here's more. Here's more of that. <laughs> and parents should be supporting the kids. The schools should be supporting the kids as well. I've heard that in some places, schools are giving children detention. They should. They. Uh, in some places, schools are giving children detentions. For walking out of school. That's that. You think about that. Now, the kids think that they can walk out of the school for any just cause in their own little little bitty minds. Good point. They're going to be walking out. They could be in in serious danger. What happened to it? It's snowing. We should should have an uprise. We should get out of here and go play in the snow. It wasn't so long ago that adults would look at kids who had their little political stupid statements and go, No. You're not getting out of school for that. You're going to sit in class and you're going to learn math, English, arithmetic, and all the things in history. That's what you're there to do. You're not there to be a protester. Exactly. But now we got adults of the world saying it's okay. And schools kids supporting it. Schools are are supporting this. It's over, dude. It's completely over. It's crazy. It is crazy. And what what teacher is going to be able to stop 20 or 30 kids? We're all getting, we're all walking out. What are you going to do about it? Suspend them. Give them detention. Yeah. This guy is a moron that's speaking against it. Schools are giving children detention. 
pensions for going on strike. They should be giving them awards for going on strike. And I think parents actually have a duty to support their children. They do? I tell you what, I don't have a duty to support my kid doing something stupid. I have a duty to correct my children. Are you my sure? duty is to All correct the other them. other kids were doing it, Dad. Which is exactly why you shouldn't. That's great evidence for it. Your phone calls are next, 454-1366. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. He pleads not guilty. Jesse Smollett pleads not guilty. <laughs> you know, that guy, I mean, why not that, that, stop digging your own grave, dude? Just stop. <laughs> he's trying to backpedal now. It's not going to it's not going to help him because the two guys he hired have come out and said he hired us. Well, they got a check. Yeah. They got a check in his writing saying it's just unconscionable this and guy. I'm not guilty. I'm not guilty on the grounds of insanity. That's it. That's got insanity. I needed more money. I wanted more money per episode, and they would give it to me. Crazy. So I went nuts. So he's pleaded not guilty to the charges, accusing him of lying to the police and being attacked in Chicago a few weeks ago. This guy has a shovel in his hand, and he just wants to keep digging the hole. He is uh, a liar, and he's a liar for political reasons because he hates Trump and all your all the supporters of Trump. Well, he he wants it's twofold, multiple. He wanted more publicity. He wanted the entire nation to know who he is, and to be able to say that Trump was behind it, essentially, <laughs> and to get more money per episode. Once he was and, and more why, popular, and more people knew. But why the dirt pick bag. this one? Why pick this as the issue? Because he is a, a hateful bag. liberal. Who has a racist. view? He's a, okay. and he's a Thank racist. You. I didn't want to say that, but you can say it. Perfect. He pleads not guilty. We'll see I where that ends up. I don't mind calling a racist a racist. All right. Check us out at 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. You can find us by clicking on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. The real St. Patrick's Day. What will you be celebrating this weekend? Well, there is a real St. Patrick who did amazing things for the gospel of Christ in Ireland. And you will uh, see that video there at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And Beto's announcement by Jimmy Fallon. Funny. Hilarious. I'm not a fan of his, but it actually is a very hilarious uh, mockery of him. He needs to be mocked, honestly. All right, coming up, a community forum addressed race relations, and uh, Northern's medical school is diverse, as if that matters. It's medical school, right? Do we care about diversity over quality? You'll be amazed at why they're so diverse. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. The trouble with you is you're afraid to say anything you think. Filled with fear, frightened to express any kind of opinion. Oh no, Herr Commandant, I talk about you all the time when you are not around. Just after 5.34, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, we are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his father is Richard Lee. Somebody has to be. So the Virginia pilot has reporting that the National Association of Diversity Officers in Higher Education. (laughs) 
<laughs> I kid you not, it's the name of the group. National Association of Diversity Officers in Higher Education. That's a heck of a group. How can I be a part of the Association of Diversity Officers in Higher Education? What's that look like? Are they You'd diverse? You have to change your entire mindset. Well, well they- they're diverse. I mean, when you have white folk, black folk, white, I mean, black face folk, and the KKK involved, like Governor Northam's college that just received an award, that's pretty diverse. Well, the National Association of Diversity Officers in Higher Education actually picked Ralph Northam's medical school for a diversity award. Now, do you think there was any kind of, Mm. any kind of, you know, behind the scenes to give this school a better name after the Northam exposure? Possibly. But I just find it funny. Maybe it's not funny. The medical school I found it funny. wins an award. Now, look at this. The medical school didn't win an award for having the best doctors coming out of it. It didn't win an award for the highest level of achievement. It won an award for diversity. As if that matters, you give a rat's rear what your doctor's race is? Do you care? Is a doctor going to come up to you and guess what? I have a doctorate uh, in this medical field, and my school is the most diverse. We had people dressed in blackface. We had people in KKK <laughs> suits. So we were a pretty diverse group. We were pretty wild back there. And, How uh, insane is that? Talk I'll be a good doctor for you because of this. I bet. They, uh, Are you going to go to that school and get your medical degree because it's the most diverse? Th- this whole thing is so screwed up. If you walk into a doctor's office and they tell you, hi, welcome to the whatever, whatever clinic here. Uh, we are phenomenal doctors because our school was the most diverse school on <laughs> Nobody the cares. planet. Nobody freaking back cares. in the day. Nobody should care. Well, what does that mean? Well, well, just I don't saying. really want to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say concerns. I don't know how it was the most diverse. Was it diverse on purpose? Yeah, exactly. Was it diverse on purpose? Did was it by actually, design? Was it by design? Did they take? your application for the medical school and look at the color of your skin before they let you in? Wow. And how does it make you a better doctor? doctor. How, what an incredible question of the day. How does wow. It, wow. Wow. Unbelievable. And, and, and this is from our higher education people. They actually think this is something to applaud. This has actually made the papers. It made the news as if we're supposed to go, oh, oh my gosh. Do people walk into a doctor office and say, hey, uh, Where'd you go to school and how diverse was it? <laughs> Nobody does that. Because I need some serious doctrine. I bet they they might walk in and go, how good a school exactly. were your credentials? Did you have high standards of academics? Or did you have your academic level only to one standard? You cared more about the color of somebody's skin. I don't care than- how many doctors flunked out of your school. I'm not sure. I'm, I care whether you flunked out. I just want to make sure you were there during a very diverse time. <laughs> This, this focus on the color of skin has got to stop. And it should stop immediately with, with disbanding this group of higher educator whack diversity councils. Get rid of that crap. And get rid of this community forum that they had Wednesday in Richmond that was put on by a group called Rise for Youth. It was a panel of experts on hand to weigh uh, all kinds of racial altercations and incidences. It included a local minister, a prosecutor, and a community advocate. The Chesterfield prosecutors, they had a social service advocate, 
Here's a comment from one of the kids who was there by the name of uh, Al-Qaddafi, Makhil Al-Qaddafi. Here's what he said. 17-year-old Mikhail Al-Qaddafi is working to address stereotypes and issues he says impact people his age. I hope that we find an alternative to youth incarceration instead of... An alternative to youth incarceration? Here's one. Don't do anything wrong. So what would that be? You put them in the closet for four hours a day, an alternative to youth incarceration. Why are youths incarcerated? They're incarcerated because they're bad kids. Why don't you teach the kids not to break any laws so they won't be incarcerated? (laughs) Here's an idea. And here's an idea. Some kids deserve incarceration. But our school won't be diverse if we lock up all the kids. That's actually not true. It could be diverse as it, it wants to be. Just be don't let it doesn't the, make any sense. It's that, ridiculous. They should teach the kids to be right, just so, justify. They should teach these kids to not break any laws. It's interesting that this is a forum about race, and the first thing that comes up is incarcerating kids. Is it some is somehow tied to race? Explain that, McAfee, uh, Al, uh, whatever his name is Gaddafi. here. Yeah. Explain that. Are you suggesting this is a racial incident? Please continue. I hope that we find an alternative to youth incarceration instead of locking people up in jail that's that's miles and miles away from home, build a facility that's that's closer to home and more more home-like, and you still get a good education, and you still get to talk to your family on the daily. <laughs> On the, on the, that that <laughs> makes total sense. Build thing. the prison <laughs> in my backyard. Build it. Build it. Neighborhood, smaller neighborhood prisons. That's the most. So the family can visit, and you can be taught there. Make it a school as well, and they educate you there. And your parents can come see you every day. What? How did he say that? On the day, daylo. On a daily. On a daily. They can see their kid daily. On a daily. Yeah. So so put the just put a jail. In the neighborhood. Every neighborhood gets their own jail. You can probably get a steel building from U.S. Steel. Plot, drop it in the neighborhood. Is that unbelievable or what? Teach the kids while they're incarcerated, and then the kids are okay with that. Rather than them not break any laws, not do anything wrong, not get go to court and get locked up, they'd rather just say, just build me a jail in my neighborhood, <laughs> and, and I'm good to go. Great point. So at this forum on Wednesday about race, there was a social service advocate by the name of Stacy Verschetti there. Listen to what she says is the problem with these kids. See, they were, they grew up in a bad environment, therefore they're bad kids. It could no. be, it could be that, you know, plenty of people grew up in a bad environment that aren't bad kids. There's plenty of people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't, that's a con. Here she is explaining it. That a lot of times folks experience trauma early in life and then that manifests later. Mm. As, as behavioral issues, or they end up in the juvenile justice system when really it's just a manifestation of the trauma that they've experienced early in life. Wrong! A manifestation of a trauma... They're bad kids! they received early in life. You're telling me so how you're you... going to give them a ticket. Yeah. You know, they're going to get a gold ticket to get out because all they have to say is, yeah, I had some trauma early in life, and it's manifested. It's a manifestation now. So if you don't let me out, I'm going to smack you with a stick. I mean, (laughs) isn't that what she's essentially saying? It's because of my manifestation. I see. And they've come to reality. You know what? There are bad kids that are just bad kids. And there are also kids who grew up in a bad environment who aren't bad kids, who know right from wrong. Exactly. Quit blaming their environment. Teach them right from wrong. Unbelievable. Give them the opportunity to do what's right.
This is, you want how bad this forum is? Listen to this. The Chesterfield prosecutor, Ambrosa uh, Mosby, said that these kids have feelings of inferior, in, in, uh, inferior, in, inferiority. Thank you. You're welcome. Here's what she said. Listen to this. We're talking to nine-year-olds, we're talking to 10-year-olds, and we're saying, okay, well, what are white people? Like and what are well, hang on a second. What? Well, are you kidding me? She's talking to nine and ten year olds about what? race. Listen, we're talking to nine year olds, we're talking to ten year olds, and we're saying, okay, well, what are white people like and what are black people like? What are, are you, what that's happening? Why would you be talking to nine and ten year olds? What are white people like? Talk about dividing us. It's a pile of crap, exactly. That's driving a wedge right between. What are white you, people you, like? You'll never have a colorblind society With when this. you have an idiot like this talking to. Nine and ten year olds. Nine and ten year olds. What are black people about like? race in in that manner? Listen, I'll, here, let her continue. Here it goes. We're talking to nine year olds. We're talking to ten year olds, and we're saying, okay, well, what are white people like, and what are black people like? What are your schools like? And they'd say, well, you know, like we like to fight more than the kids out in the suburbs, or like it's more dangerous in our schools than it is there. They like to fight more than the kids in the suburbs. You like to fight more. Like to fight more. And that's acceptable? I Why am, not teach them that black kids and white kids are the same? Why, We're all the same. Why even mention this? Why even bring this up in such a way that divides us? Why would you go to a nine-year-old and go, what do you think of white kids? What do you think of black kids? What do you think they think? How insane is this? This is the public education system. This was a, uh, this was a Chesterfield prosecutor talking this way. And this was a forum held in Richmond. On Wednesday, by the Rise for Youth, it turned out to be nothing but garbage. And if you had kids there, I would, I would be outraged. I would be furious. I would be up at that school, and I would, I would be up in their well, this, face. This saying, wasn't a school. What this is wrong? I know, but yeah, it's a forum. I would be up there with in their face, saying, "What you're talking to my kids about in that manner?" You know what? I, I, I've never had to look at my kids and go, "What do you think of black kids?" I've never. Ever. Oh, no. Ever would say anything ever. like that. What do you think of black kids? What do you think of oh, white kids? Unbelievable. Well, I am a white kid. I am a black kid. I mean, that's that's it's asinine. Ridiculous. All right, your phone call is next. 454-1366. 454-1366. A U.S. congressman from Virginia hung a transgender flag outside her office. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait. That's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Your life is a matinee okay. in a galaxy far, far I've away. I've got a plan, man. Good. Good. Right. So, it's a sold-out show. No, I need yeah, your help. Are we on the air? Holy smokes. Oh, dude, what happens when you put your headphones on? Yes. So Jennifer Waxley up Jennifer in Northern Virginia. Wax. Northern Virginia. She's a congressman. Congressman. Not a congresswoman, mind you. A congressman, because they're all the same. That's right. I'm finding out that all men and women are all the same, and we can use any bathroom we want. That's what her goal is. It's called Equity Act. It's a bipartisan bill. No, it's not. It's only by the left. That would provide comprehensive federal non-discrimination protections for the LGBTQ community. LGBTQ community. I have to learn to say that very fast because it's very long. I think the LGBT community should be very fearful of a new regulation that is designed to protect them and allow for them to sue their employer for anything they want. I think in theory, you're thinking, oh, we don't want discrimination, and no one does. 
but there's not a risk. There's people aren't going around being fired because they're gay. No, they're not. And, and, it, the thing is, they pass something that says you can fire your employee. You can, you can. I mean, you can sue your employer. You can sue your employer anyway. I don't of need course, bill to exactly say that garbage. Right. Exactly. And the second thing is, there's a special, you know, fast lane for a member of the LGBTQ community to f- sue their employer. The employer may. May call you in three or four other employees and say, "Hey, you know, business right. is slow. I'm gonna have to lay some people off." And don't you worry. four are the ones. Don't worry. Die. There's all kinds of ways around. There's this. ways for people, an employer to move someone off the premises where you can't sue them. And the idea that government can fix any so-called um, slight in life is not possible. Will there be bad people who do bad things? Yes, but a law will not fix that. Jennifer Waxton is nothing but a leftist Whack job. who flew her transgender flag, which me I'm not sure what this even means or why she would do it. She explains it in her words. I made the decision to hang the transgender flag in front of my office. Why not she the American flag? She made the decision to, to hang the transgender flag in front of her office. Why not the American flag? Well, they, they all hate America. You know that. No, but think about the, the idea behind a transgender flag is specifically saying, I'm going to poke you in the eye right. and cause a problem. Nana, nana, boo But you could fly the American flag and not poke anyone in the eye, technically. Exactly. And there's so many different transgender flags. Gee, I wonder which one <laughs> she flew. All right. Here she is again. I made the decision to hang the transgender flag in Stupid. front of my office. It was meant to be a small and simple gesture of solidarity. So solidarity. Solidarity. What do you mean? What does he mean? You, you want people to know that you're all for bisexual people? Or I mean, are you a transgender yourself, Congresswoman? Congressman. Wh- solidarity? You mean to tell me if you didn't fly the transgender flag that you're not? You, you don't think all people have the same rights? You mean to tell me there's not. a group of people who don't have the same rights as me and Richard or you? We don't have the, we need to, we've got a lot of places we can put flags around here, but we're right. going to need, you know, the flag of Mexico. We're going to need all these flags, all these different flags from all these different places. And that's the only way we can have solidarity. <laughs> that's the only way in America today. Overnight, my office was flooded with messages of gratitude. Yeah, right. The flag outside my office had gone viral. Viral. Folks from all over called, emailed, wrote, and DM'd my office to thank me for doing it. What's a DM? But today, we all have a historic opportunity to support substantive legislation that will be transformative for millions of Americans. Substantive legislation that will be transformative. It won't be. For millions of people. And here's the thing. How did they know the flag was out there? Number one. And number two, she posted it. Oh, she posted it on uh, the internet. Uh, she oh, yeah. was proud of her. her the whole world her gay flag, her trans flag, her homo, 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 homo sexual flag. I don't homosexual. You know. If did you know about know who this woman was prior to this flag? Oh, sure, yeah, because she took on uh, what's her name up there and lost to a Republican. I mean, one beat the Republican that was a congressman. Oh, gotcha. So now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She is a psycho hose beast. Okay, perfect example. Psycho hose beast. This is how we show compassion. Period. Period. Psycho, I'm being very hose, compassionate. We got a flag. I could have called her something we got, we worse. Got, is there a flag for psycho hose beast? We should fly. I'm going to make one. We're going we're gonna to show our solidarity Tonight, with psycho I'm going to make beast. one. <laughs> and I'm going to put the sea hag on the flag. <laughs> 
All right, your phone calls. Crazy. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. And that's a wrap. It's not a banana wrap though, because you know you brought those things in here. They stink. I got a icy cold beverage. And the store manager, I said, how much are your bananas today? And he goes, how many do you want? And I said, well, I was just going to get a couple, you know. And he says, how would you like to have 10? I said, you going to cut me a deal on 10 bananas? He says, yes. I said, because these bananas are so ripe. They, they smell. Don't get eaten you today. brought them in the studio, and now it smells like bananas. And there's worse Banana things, obviously. But scent. I'm not a huge fan. Who, yeah, who yeah. wants to smell bananas? Really? You, you don't want to smell bought, bananas. I used to have a banana air freshener in my car. <laughs> you, you would. Know, you could make your you own. Would. You get a banana that's uh, this stinking right. Yeah, stick in your you car. Squish it a little that's bit. That's disgusting. Hang it from you the rearview mirror. You're out of control. With your dingo balls. Yeah, that's man. Great. All right, check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. That is your link to us. You click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. We archive our shows. We podcast them there. There's a link to our website. There's a link to our Facebook page. There's a link to us and a bio on both of us, all at 820theanswer.com. And you got two great videos there. One is Jimmy Fallon mocking Francis. O'Rourke. Francis O'Rourke. And uh, Franco. And, and all that can be found there. At Anyone calls me Francis.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful and safe weekend, and we'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. God bless you. Have a safe night. Exit stage right. Ah. Heavens to Murgatroyd. I don't like you either. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.